0: It's Friday, October 6th, 2023. Welcome to Episode 73 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Beeler. In this edition of the Postcast, an October heat wave brings a heat advisory to the island. In the sky or across the water, noise is on a lot of people's minds, including those of the city officials. The transformation of Hawthorne Suites to low-income housing continues. Alameda Pride is next weekend. Alameda's Brian Wu ends his season on a high note, but the Mariners miss the playoffs. And get ready to explore the former Naval Air Station this Sunday. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, last September in episodes 18 and 19, we were discussing the impact of the Labor Day weekend heat wave that set records and cut power to some parts of the island briefly, thanks to a misunderstanding. Well, another heat wave is upon us, but thankfully it doesn't appear to be as severe. A heat advisory was put in place on Thursday at 11 a.m. and was scheduled to continue through tonight, Friday the 6th, at 11 p.m. Temperatures have been in the high to mid-80s, with some areas reporting 90-plus. Remember, when temperatures climb like this, especially in areas like ours where air conditioning is relatively uncommon, make sure you stay hydrated, avoid the sun, and be sure to check in with your neighbors, especially seniors. Also, do not leave pets or children in the car, and be aware that asphalt can get too hot for your dog's feet. Check it with your own hand. If it's too hot for you, it's too hot for them. We'll keep you up to date on the heat advisory at alamedapost.com news. Noise is top of mind these days in Alameda for a few reasons. First up, it's Fleet Week, and that means the Blue Angels are in town and using Oakland Airport as their temporary base of operations. You may have heard a few sonic booms, and especially if you live on Bay Farm Island, you've probably heard the jets themselves. Even here in the middle of Alameda, I know I did. F-A-18 Super Hornets are not exactly stealthy. The Angels' final performance will be Sunday at 3.15. Aircraft of a different sort caught the attention of City Council during Tuesday's meeting. Back in Episode 67, I reported that the Port of Oakland was looking for public input about the proposed expansion of the airport. On Tuesday, the Council directly addressed the issue as they reviewed and commented on the draft Environmental Impact Report that was presented as part of the airport's Modernization and Expansion Program. City staff had drafted a a two-and-a-half-page response suggesting that the Impact Report had not fully disclosed or taken responsibility for project impacts on noise, air quality, safety and transportation. It questioned the report's assumptions and the project's relationship to existing noise mitigation programs. The centerpiece of the airport's plan is a new 830,000-square-foot terminal adding 16 additional gates. The new terminal would be north of Terminal 1 with a connector to the existing terminals. Let's take a quick look at passenger volume over time. The airport's busiest year on record was 2007 with 14.6 million passengers. Generally, pre-pandemic numbers hovered around 13 million. Those numbers obviously cratered in 2020 to under 5 million. 2022 saw a solid recovery to just over 11 million. Now, the proposed expansion is estimated to almost double capacity to around 25 million. That's a lot of added flights and a lot of added flight paths, and that's what has folks concerned. As you might expect, public comment came largely from Bay Farm residents and homeowners associations who pointed out that new flight paths would likely go directly over the island. Speakers also questioned the apparent lack of scientific and technical data in the city's initial response. Mayor Marilyn Ezie Ashcraft agreed, calling the initial draft response, quote, "...too polite," end quote. Vice Mayor Tony Dasog went further, calling the Oakland Airport expansion the most critical matter facing Alameda. He added that the port had failed to adequately explain the necessity and impacts of adding nearly 900,000 square feet of facility space. Dayshog argued that the city needs to dramatically change course within days by submitting detailed comments with analysis and testimony by noise and airport planning experts by the October 16th deadline. In the end, the council unanimously voted to have staff hire outside experts to help prepare a more detailed analysis and circulate a revised response to council before the submission deadline. In other council business, approval was given for a five-year subscription for Alameda Police to Truleo, an AI-assisted system that reviews automated body cam footage and then flags sections requiring further review. Council also authorized a lease agreement for 59 months with Alameda Swimming Pool Association for operation and maintenance of the Franklin and Lincoln Park Pools. For full details on the council meeting and links that relate to the airport expansion, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. Getting back to noise, last weekend it appeared that the organizers of the Portola Festival at Pier 80 in San Francisco had solved last year's noise problem. Saturday was largely quiet. That changed Sunday evening around 8 p.m. when Skrillex took the stage. In addition to his bass-heavy music, the temperature dropped and the wind shifted and suddenly the memories of 2022 came flooding back, albeit with a beat you could dance to. Another issue may have been that Saturday's bill featured artists like Nelly Furtado, a bit mellower than the techno-heavy lineup on Sunday. Whatever the cause, some folks weren't happy about the result. The city of Alameda on Wednesday posted the following to their Facebook page, quote, the city is formally requesting that the San Francisco Entertainment Commission discontinue the event next year or move it to an alternative venue that ensures Alameda residents will not be impacted, end quote. Also included in the posting, the email address for the San Francisco Entertainment Commission. For a wrap-up of the fallout from Portola 2023, plus that email address I mentioned, head to alamedapost.com news and look for the article from our newest contributing writer, Kelsey Gores. Welcome aboard, Kelsey. The transition of Hawthorne Suites continues. The Housing Authority of the City of Alameda is now accepting housing waitlist pre-applications for the studio apartments at Poppy Place at 1628 Webster Street. The 370 to 400-square-foot studio apartments are suitable for one or two people, with monthly rents ranging from $518 to $1,554, including utilities, depending on income. The property is limited to those earning 60% of the area median income or less. For a single person, that translates to $62,160. For more information about Poppy Place and links to necessary documentation, see alamedapost.com news. This Friday the 13th, don't be scared, be proud. Yes, Alameda Pride is upon us next weekend after last year's successful launch. The weekend-long festival returns with three days of events and activities for everyone. This year's theme is Love One Another. Carica Park starting the party early with a Pride picnic on Thursday. There's the All Ages Pride Prom at the Healing Garden on Friday evening, followed by the 21 and Over event at the Fireside. Saturday kicks off with a 5K walk and fun run, then the Pride in the Park celebration at Chicheno Park. Stop by the Post booth, say hi, play some pinball machines from the Pacific Pinball Museum, enjoy the food trucks and beverages, and maybe even meet a new furry friend from Foz. Saturday evening brings the Pride Block Party. Everything wraps up Sunday at Almanac Brewing with Drag Brunch starting at noon. For a complete rundown of all the activities, see Adam Gillett's article at alamedapost.com features. Last week, I mentioned the crosswalks were finally being restriped as part of the Encinal repaving project. I was a little surprised this week when I looked down as I was crossing and saw areas of paint already missing from the stripes in small circles and ovals. Not sure if that's to be expected this soon, but it definitely caught me off guard. I've had a, quite a good time covering the Major League journey of Alameda's Brian Wu. Full disclosure, whenever you saw an update about Brian on our social media, that was yours truly reporting. Sadly, there won't be much Brian Wu news for a while. Brian definitely did his part to extend the season. Last Friday, he threw three and two-thirds innings of shutout ball, striking out five. Scattered two hits while working around three walks and a hit batsman, but kept the Rangers off the board, leaving the game with a 3-0 lead after 82 pitches. The Mariners won that game 8-0 to keep their postseason hopes alive. Unfortunately, Saturday's loss to the Rangers, coupled with an Astros win, knocked Seattle out of the playoff picture. Brian's final line for the season, 4-5 and five, with 9 no-decisions and a 4.21 ERA. Not bad for someone who started the year in double-A ball. We look forward to seeing Brian take the hill again in 2024. Looks like temperatures will return to normal Sunday. That means it will be great weather for our next Walking History Tour. Join Adam Gillett and Dennis Evanoski for a tour so big it needs two parts. Alameda Point, the former Naval Air Station. Part 1 explores the area north of West Tower Avenue. Part 2 focuses south of West Tower, Seaplane Lagoon, and the USS Hornet. Details on all tours at alamedapost.com tours. For a preview of the tour and some great background, you'll want to read Dennis's article, There's More Than Meets the Eye at Alameda Point. Find it at alamedapost.com history. As always, alamedapost.com events, your go-to for happenings here in Alameda. Swings and Wings hosting their annual free Halloween costume swap on Friday. First Saturday of the month means Cars and Coffee at Greer Family Mortuary and the Little Flippers Pinball Class for Children at the Pacific Pinball Museum. As always, Farmer's Market from 9 to 1. Saturday also brings Corks, Forks, Rhythm and Brews back to Alameda Point from 1 to 4. It all benefits the Boys and Girls Clubs. Word to the wise, with temperatures expected in the 80s, make sure you're drinking plenty of water, especially as you sample the many great adult beverages there. Pacific Pinball caters to the adult crowd on Sunday with pinball and pints. Also on Sunday, Spicek finishes their Oktoberfest celebration. Sunday morning, don't forget the EV Expo at City Hall parking lot from 10 until 1. Thank you for supporting local news for Alameda. Join us as a member, alamedapost.com memberships. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Mastodon, Threads, Blue Sky, as well as our own subreddit. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel on Apple News. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with Episode 74 of the Alameda Postcast.